0: my pleasure right now to introduce you to a dear friend of mine you may if you watch the republican convention i don't know how you could not remember his speech he lit it up and everyone was talking about jack brewer's speech at the republican convention jack how are you this morning
1: i am amazing brother good morning good to be with you
0: jack first of all you come your background NFL. And then from NFL into the work that your foundation does. Before we talk politics, can you talk to people about that transition from the NFL and tell people what you are doing with your foundation?
1: Definitely. You know, our our mission, our main goal is to help the fatherless crisis, particularly in America, um, but around the world. But uh, here in the U.S., uh, we do programs, man, we go into the prisons where prisons are filled with fatherless men. And and when you have fatherless men in prison, that means those men have fatherless homes that they left, unfortunately. And across America with over 2.5 million men in prison, um, that's a big epidemic. You know, we lead the world in fatherlessness with over 18.5 million fatherless kids. And so within that, you know, that's that's where the issue comes from in our society. That's why we you know have gang wars in our streets in the inner cities. That's why we have, you know, reading, math at the the on pace with third world countries and declining school systems and, you know, a population that you can, you know, put C R T on and, and it affects them by, you know, low uh soft bigotry or low expectations. And so all these things come back to fatherlessness. And so you know, we focus on that through programs. We work with the juvenile system. Uh, we also work in, in inner city areas where we uh, try to do mentorship programs and, and help some of these kids, um, you know, give them that bridge that they need, bridging that gap uh, so they have somebody who can teach them some morality and, uh, you know, a manly influence that can teach them um, the, about etiquette, you know, about how to use the grammar, how to have respect, Uh, for themselves, respect for their country, respecting police officers and so uh, we're really passionate about it man so we've been doing programs here in the U.S. and across the world Um, and you know we're just humbled to be able to try to do our part to help this nation
0: Jack thank you so much and uh, now I want to talk to you about the Senate race that's going on you and I uh, spoke uh, when, when you asked me if I would would have Senator, uh, well, Kathy Barnett, who's running for the U.S. Senate, on. And, of course, I would. And one of the things that we talked about was the fact that this woman is being targeted by some really heavyweights in the Republican Party. And it's okay. Look, if you're in a political race, nobody's saying that she should be treated differently than other candidates. In other words... We don't we're not asking for any affirmative action for anybody because they're black or we don't expect her to to engage in a political race where there isn't politics. You're in a political race. You have to defend your track record. You have to defend your positions. And we know that you have to defend what it is that you want to do and actually have something to put forth for the voters to tell them the direction that you would like to take them if they entrust you with leadership. No problem with any of that. No problem with who President Trump endorses. Not a problem with that. I have a problem with the way that some of these smears against Kathy Barnett is rolling out. And frankly, I'm fed up with it. And Jack, I, this is, I have witnessed quietly and never really spoken about it the way that some black candidates, a lot of black candidates that when, whether it's, I could call names, but I don't want to embarrass them because I don't know whether I have permission to speak for them. But we have had lieutenant governors in some states that were black, and they were totally dissed by the party. We've had others that were in close races. They got no support, no financial support from the party. And I've never come on the air and complained about it. It's just like, okay, this is politics. This is the way this goes. But there's a point afterwards when you think that some of the party leadership is actually rolling out a sign that says you are not welcome in this party and i'm beginning to get that i'm beginning to get a whiff of that and i just wanted to run that by you and see what your thoughts are
1: man i couldn't uh couldn't have said it any better and it is uh it's very disappointing because particularly as republicans like like kathy barnett i mean i i I campaigned with her for trump and this last 20, twenty, I was with. I mean, the things she said, how articulate she was, the stances that she was making, and you know, the persecution that was coming with that, whether it's from her family, from the community, you know, calling you named it. It's a lot as a black Republican to come out and stand strong when we are uh, embedded and come from a community that unfortunately uh, may not see it the way that we do, and culturally may not see it the way that we do. And so to then go and take a a person like Kathy Barnett and then start to uh, smear her in the media beyond politics, right? Like you said, it's okay to question and verify and do it in a stern way. Make This is an important, important election. We all understand that. But to smear a woman to the point where she'll never be able to recover from that in her lifetime after she's already um, stood uh, firm for the America First movement, for uh, conservative principles and values, and not give her that respect and decency. Um, I just don't see that happening to the other candidates. And it's, and it's not right, um, particularly in, in the state of Pennsylvania, where she didn't even have really... A built-out campaign. She raised no money. This woman running a grassroots campaign, and the reason she started surging was because people finally heard her voice. Because she had been on the trail for 14 months, knocking on doors and talking to people. And so, epitomizes the American dream. I mean, she is she is what the country is about. She, this is the story. Uh, and so, to see them attack her in this way just shows you exactly. Um, the light they try to portray uh, when they get a strong African-American voice that hadn't gotten their permission and hadn't gotten their backing, right? I mean, there's other African-Americans out there that have kind of kissed the ring, and Kathy didn't come up like that. And we should be embracing that. We should be celebrating that as conservatives. Um, But for some reason, she's not getting that same respect in, in many of the major media outlets. And that's got to stop. We, we, we can't continue to
0: have that. You know, I don't expect the mainstream media to ever embrace embrace black conservatives. But what I do expect, <clears throat> I'm going to just tell you one story, Jack. <clears throat> and this will epitomize, I think, to many of the listeners. I think I've only told the story once before. I founded a group like you did to help move the black vote and to help at least explain what black conservatives are all about. So, okay, we, we founded the group. We had its new journey pack. NewJourneyPack.org. So we we were very active in the political cycle. We were meeting with a donor. This guy's a billionaire. And we sat down, we told him what we were doing, and this person was very involved in a race where they were running against the black Democrat. And we were telling him, you know, you can't just go in and use certain language. You have to actually be able to talk coherently if you're going to try to move votes. So at the end of this session we had with him, before he started talking to me about all the women that he has screwed, um, he says to me, and, 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 and my guy, he looks at us, he says, you know, you guys are doing a real noble thing. But you need to go out and find somebody who cares about that black shit uh, stuff. That's what he said to our faces. Okay? And I was shocked. I'm like, okay, but this is what's up. This is the way that there, there is this line of thinking. Now, his candidate, in the first speech that the candidate made, went on to tell people, you got to call a spade a spade. That was one of the opening remarks. And, of course, this candidate lost. Wow, imagine that. So exactly. this, is kind of, this is kind of what we're up against. Look, we are, we are conservatives. We are trying to help move this party along and to get to the point where, look, if we just change 15% of the black and Hispanic vote long-term Democrat party is through. They will never win another national election. So it's just a shame that you have people like Kathy Barnett. It's a shame that you have to go through some of the things you go through. And I'm telling you, I'm getting to the point where I'm getting a little fed up with it.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, all the things you worked on, man, what you stood for and and kind of, you know, the, the, the movement that you you are, you know, one of the founders of man, and that's the black, particularly the modern black conservative movement. And I just think it 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 it, it disrespects and it, it 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 buys in to what the other side has been doing, right? The 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 hate and the vile things that we see that come out of the left, uh, where it's 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 like they have a different bottom than we do. They're willing to go lower, uh, and I just don't want to see Republicans. You know, this is supposed to be the party of God fearing people, man. This is supposed to be the party of righteousness, the party um that aligns ourselves with you know, with strong Christian values and um and family. Uh and 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 if we start to do that and we start to have that perspective um become our identity identity, it's a sad thing, man. It really is. And I and I and I hope that people can start to really understand and see um the issues going on. And I think this race is going to help do that. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of strong movement toward Kathy, just normal people, normal American people that aren't brainwashed by the media that aren't um, kind of in the world of, of, of politics. You're seeing a lot of people galvanize mm-hmm. towards her. Uh, and I think that's why you're seeing that. And I'm, I'm praying that, um, you know, this, this election, uh, particularly this primary election, uh, is, is one that can take a huge step forward, uh, not just for black conservatives, but the p- entire party. Um, because I do think it's time for our party to, uh, show and have the, of the best represent us across the board, no matter what color creed, no matter what religion, no matter where you come from, um, I think it's time. For the Republican Party to put its best foot forward and have its best people, its best voices that can speak to the American people, not the voices that are bought and paid for uh, or, the, or the voices of the power, uh, but the voices of the people, because that's what Republicans are. It's what it's always been. It's what, it's what we're the party of Lincoln and um, Frederick Douglass and these type of people who uh, were truly voices of the people um, that, uh, cross-racial barriers, and I think it's time for uh, Republicans to make that our priority.
0: Amen. Jack Brewer, thank you so much. Thank you for all the great work you're doing worldwide and in the United States with your foundation. We will have you on again. We'll speak with you again, and thanks for taking the time to be with us today.
1: Thank you, brother. I appreciate you.